my friends hey it's sunday welcome we thank the lord for preserving our life since last week wow so many things have happened in the world since last week and it's just unbelievable but in all things we are going to continue to trust in the lord for his mercies so today <clears throat> i'm going to be talking about an interesting um title but before that you know as a believer living out faith is a daily challenge i don't know about you but for me that is why focusing on christ jesus every single second is a practical part of living the christian life when we accept jesus christ as lord and savior we get into this unique relationship with the lord and you know we trust him and he entrusts in us a kingdom message for each of us we play a role in the kingdom mandate to go ye and make disciples of nation so welcome to practical christianity my name is adiola akitoye and the program is my kingdom message where i share with you my faith journey as i grow in spiritual maturity so today we're going like i was saying we're going to talk about a really interesting um, topic you know i live in a kingdom called united kingdom uh, and um, in united kingdom there is a geographical realm of this kingdom and we have a queen she even has a scepter of authority which of course is just a symbol of her temporal power our subjects are any citizens of united kingdom as well as the uk colonies and other commonwealth countries you know this is a kingdom where you know the the authority and the position of the queen is actually dependent on its citizens and we have you know there are lots of ceremonial privileges but this kingdom is nothing compared to the one i am interested in um you know recently i've just began to be intrigued by you know the concept of kingdoms and as i was doing my bible um, study um, i suddenly the holy spirit just opened my eyes to realize that jesus christ actually taught mostly about the kingdom of jehovah god not just repentance you know and salvation which of course you know in the christendom that is what we focus on you know you, you hear a lot of um, preaching about salvation and turning back to christ but you know from matthew mark luke and john you know i i saw that you know jesus christ's message was about the kingdom of god in fact he spoke about the kingdom of god is at hand and, and gave a lot of parables about what the kingdom of god is like and you know for me the gospel of jesus suddenly i realized is that it is a gospel of the kingdom of jehovah god the holy scriptures declare that the kingdom of god is not in word but in power that's in first corinthians 4 20 
and as believers you know i started thinking and reflecting and asking being curious you know do we have too much word and not enough power i mean many of us we can quote the bible we can pray in the bible we can you know be speaking you know in tongues but are we truly manifesting the kingdom power or is it all wrapped up in faith when we see the life of jesus christ and you know those things that he did you know you can we uh, i understood suddenly that what he was talking about uh, uh, paul was talking about that kingdom of god is not just about words you know sanctify justify all those things but it is actually about power so where is that power well i don't know about you i suddenly you know felt this deep yearning you know to seek and enter this kingdom of god and demonstrate its power in all areas of my life so join me today on this program as we start looking at the kingdom so it's going to be a series because this is one of those you know conversations that you are not going to you know it's not going to be something that we just quickly do and then does it or you know i i can preach a sermon on the on the kingdom in 30 minutes but it's not going to give us that deeper understanding of the kingdom and i'm praying even for myself as we dig into you know the scriptures that we will you know start manifesting you know the kingdom of god so let's start what is the definition of kingdom i will go into the scripture into the dictionaries um, the kingdom is defined as a state a country a state or territory ruled by a king or queen so that's one definition a state a country or a territory ruled by a king or a queen so we can see some characteristics of a kingdom there is a territory there is a king or a queen so a kingdom has monarchy basically who rules it and it has boundaries because you know territory whether it's or a state or a country there is a boundary so that means that there could be many kingdoms right and another definition is that a kingdom is an area that is controlled by a particular person or or where a particular quality is important again it's similar to the definition that we saw that you know the a, a kingdom you know has as a geographical parameter basically and it's controlled by someone you know by a king or a queen like we said you know behind uh let's do some digging deep again um the greek word for kingdom basilia you know also has an aramic term as well which is malkut malkut which jesus might have used during his time and Malkut referred not to a geographical realm or area, not to the people inhabiting that you know geographical area, but rather to the activity of the king or the queen himself or his exercise of sovereign power. 
So we can see that from some of the you know teachings of Jesus Christ, where he was talking about the parable, the kingdom is like this, you know, and he was also teaching about the the values of the kingdom. So we and what happens in the kingdom. So we're seeing we could see some of this definition in it as well, and some of the synonyms, you know, some some of the other um, definitions or explanation of the kingdom could be a domain or a dominion so dominion you know again you know it might not have a geographical area but that just indicates where you know they that somebody has power um over that um, um area of people other synonyms synonyms also include territory empire principalities and you know as christian we understand principality right um so kingdom from this definition we see that can refer to both a physical geographical area or a spiritual realm you know a, a kingdom refer to both a physical geographical area or a spiritual realm and some of the things we can learn so when jesus christ started his ministry we learned from the scriptures let's look at some of the bible passages in matthew chapter 4 verse 17 it says that from that time jesus began to preach and say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand the kingdom of heaven is at hand it's also interesting to know that before the kingdom there's repentance we know that um, john the baptist was teaching about repentance basically you know preparing the hearts of uh, man of humankind for jesus so we saw how jesus also started with repent for the kingdom of god is at hand in mark 1 14 as well we so he said now after john was put in prison jesus came to galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of god and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of god is at hand repent and believe in the gospel so the gospel is the kingdom of god again you know it's really amazing you know you know how you know all this thing is just revealed that jesus was preaching about the kingdom of god and sometimes i wonder why don't we hear that more as well you know in in in, in our churches today the kingdom of god because we 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 have relegated you know the gospel you know we've not we've not you know we are not holistically you know maximizing this wonderful grace that we have we just focus on a small portion and leave a huge part you know out of it so again let's look at luke chapter 4 verse 43 but he said to them i must preach the kingdom of god to the other cities too because for this purpose i have i have been sent again we're seeing jesus christ saying you know i i have come to preach the kingdom of god you know again we can see as well not only is, was he preaching the kingdom of god he also when he sent out his disciples in matthew yeah, the story is in matthew 10 5 and luke 9 1 he told them that you know go 
preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand so jesus christ instructed his disciples to go and preach about the kingdom of god and in luke 9 1 as well the same thing is send them to preach the kingdom of god and to heal the sick so we can see here that throughout his ministry jesus christ taught about the kingdom of jehovah god so now why is the kingdom of god important in we can also see jesus christ instructed us that we must first seek seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and all these things shall be added to you you know we hear a lot i have heard a lot of sermons i've probably done some myself and teachings on the on salvation and the christian life the church but not so much about the kingdom of jehovah god and this really got me curious you know why did jesus christ emphasize so much about the kingdom of jehovah god yes we know that you know the way one of the ways to enter the kingdom of god is through jesus christ yeah but we like i said we focus so much on on that we actually leave the teaching about the kingdom of god and you know if paul says that the kingdom of god is is not with words but with power so we can see that we are focusing so much on words doctrines and stuff like that and we are missing you know the aspects of you know the character of the kingdom which is power but anyway um so we are going to you know um be looking at different perspectives but let me give you again why the kingdom is important in matthew 24 verse 14 matthew 24 verse 14 and he said this is jesus again he said and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations now again we're seeing the gospel of the kingdom so the mandate you know yeah yeah i have also you know focused on it myself where the mandate is go ye and make disciples of nation so but we missed you know this important thing that it's really about you know the way to make disciples of nation is to preach the gospel of the kingdom is to preach the gospel of the kingdom but you know we don't do that enough you just stay at salvation give your life to christ start going to church full stop but that is not it at all you know there is a lot more that you know we need to you know to to do so my question is are we preaching the kingdom of jehovah god or are we preaching just some religious doctrines that we're so much used to salvation sanctification justification and all those things are we preaching about the kingdom of god do we even ourselves know the kingdom of god so why not join me on this journey of discovery to understand more about the kingdom of jehovah god that jesus spent his ministry teaching he spent his ministry teaching so i was um, talking about the fact that i live in a kingdom and the kingdom has a queen in elizabeth and um if we you know trying to understand the concept about the kingdom 
so we can see that the kingdom has a realm or an area of authority of domain uh, the queen has a throne she sits on the throne we normally see the throne maybe during coronation or some ceremonial uh, uh, um, events so there is the domain so for the queen is the united kingdom the colonies and the commonwealth and the queen has authority which you know she has a scepter which is a symbol of our authority but unfortunately our queen is just ceremonial the authority has been delegated to the parliament but that's another story and we also know in the kingdom they are citizens so i'm a citizen of united kingdom and and so is uh, many more so in a kingdom there is a ruler there is authority there's power so the authority is given you know uh, by the reason of you know being the the monarchy and of course they have power as well and we can see this in first corinthians 15 24 where uh, paul spoke explicitly about you know uh, 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 the ruler authority and power so coming back to the story of united kingdom you know it's quite interesting that when we look at two the two grandsons of the queen and we see you know there is a there is a, a character when you are you know part of the monarchy you know i'm not talking about the citizens the citizens for us as citizens we have to obey we have to obey something i mean if you are going to be awarded uh, um, an honor you courtesy you know you there's some you know things you do in the presence of the queen maybe even not touch her i don't know you know there's something as a as a citizen but as a member of the family the monarchy family there is there is a standard there is a way that you know not only do you live there is an expectation and recently you know we saw how you know uh, uh, the story of William and Harry is really uh, um, informative gives us an understanding of you know being a, a child you know or a family of the monarchy the expectation is so high the standard is so high but and you could see one William, you know, trying to live to that standard as expected of a member of the royal family. You know, there are places they can go, there are things they can do. There's a way it has to behave, has to dress, and all that. And then, you know, he accepts, you know, that that's the cost of. I mean, that's his heritage. But then on the other hand, we see Harry rebelled against, you know, the expectation of being a royal family. And we've seen that how he's taking himself out of the domain of the royal family to live in another country. Unfortunately, he's, he's part of that family by blood. So there's no way he can, you know, decide he's not no longer part of that family, but his, his blood still belongs to the royal family because that's what he, uh, he has been born into. And I was just reflecting that even in the Christendom, don't we too, you know, we have been adopted as, you know, member of the royal family. We are now adopted son of our king, Jehovah. Well, many of us, because the standard of being a member of the royal family is so high, 
you know many people rebel against that they're still adopted you know they're still seen as a member of the royal family but their behavior their character everything you know that they do is in rebellion against you know the standard and the expectation and you know like harry we might complain that you know there's no privacy there's no this there's no that Meanwhile, there are other, you know, members of the royal family that are living, you know, in accordance with the standard. So hopefully that will give us, you know, I definitely helped me to understand, you know, some of the, you know, um, intricacies of the kingdom. But the focus today is really to just set some, some basic introduction. So um, as I was saying, you know, in a kingdom, there is a throne with a king or a queen. And of course their family as well in 2nd Samuel chapter 7 verse 13 it says it shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever so there is a throne in the kingdom and the Bible also talks about you know heaven is my throne the earth is my footstool so the throne of God is in heaven so that also helps us to um, understand that there is actually a physical kingdom as well. So when we're talking about the the uh, um, uh, kingdom of God, you know, there is a physical kingdom as well, which is in heaven. And yeah, so then the other thing that we saw is that there is a set of authority. There is an authority as well in the kingdom. And you know the the queen's own set of authority, I believe, is just signing all those, you know, opening the parliament, signing you know some documents and stuff like that. But in the kingdom of God, the scepter of authority is righteousness. And in Psalm forty-five verse six, it says, "Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom." So the, the basis of authority is righteousness in the kingdom. So and again we can see that the throne, uh, the kingdom of God, is a throne that will last forever. The kingdom of the queen is temporal. It's temporary, you know. Um, so it's, it's, it's there's no you know uh, possibility that it will last forever. But the kingdom of Jehovah will last forever. And the scepter of authority is righteousness. So that means that, you know, to be living and be a part of this kingdom, righteousness is a standard. There can be nothing else. We can also see as well that they are in, in kingdom, they are citizens. They are citizens they are, and they are also servants as well. And it's interesting that even Jesus Christ himself said in John 18, 36, that my kingdom is not of this world and my kingdom is not of this world again we're seeing you know in talking referring to the kingdom in heaven if my kingdom were of this world my servants would fight so again we're seeing that in kingdom they are servants i don't know about you um i want to be a son not a servant Anyway, so that I should not be delivered to the Jews, but now my kingdom is not from here. So Jesus Christ also helping us to understand that there is a kingdom in heaven and there are servants in heaven. So just as we've seen the throne as well. So 
So from the scriptures, we can see that Jehovah has a kingdom in heaven, a physical one. Isaiah 66 verse 1 says, this is what the Lord says, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. So we could see from those, you know, Bible passages that there is a physical kingdom in heaven. In heaven. And I want to believe, as we'll see as we go further, that the kingdom of God is not physical on this earth. Because one, Jesus Christ is not here. He's physically in heaven. The Father is in heaven. And, you know, he also was talking about my kingdom is in heaven. So the physical one is not here. It's in heaven. And there's so many passages, you know, Jesus Christ talking about, you know, the God of this world has come and found nothing in me. Paul referring to the God of this world is Satan. You know, he has blinded, you know, the eyes of men and so many, so forth. You know, so the, our kingdom, the physical one is not here. So, and we can also see that from the example of the queen, the United Kingdom, there's so many kingdoms so many kingdoms and you know where you've got kingdom kingdom of Eswatini in south africa you know uh the egba land above this above that we we see so many kingdoms and in kingdoms there is a monarchy the monarchy could be a king or a queen and we can you know one of the interesting things as well about kingdoms especially the kingdom of men you know, um, during Jesus' temptation, in uh, we learnt in Matthew chapter 4, verse 8, when the devil took him to the high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to, to him, these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship him, worship me. So we know that there are kingdoms of men in the world. However, we also learned at the, that at the end times in Re Revelation 11:15, and it says that, you know, then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and it shall reign forever and ever hallelujah isn't that wonderful that even though right now the kingdoms of the world whose god or you know whose uh, a sovereign you know power is the devil but there will come a time in the future when all the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our lord hallelujah and Jesus Christ shall be the sovereign over all these kingdoms. So we can, I want to move on down to, you know, that we can see as well from the scriptures that there are two types of kingdoms. There are kingdoms of men, but from a spiritual perspective, there are two types of kingdoms. There is a kingdom that is of light. There is a kingdom that is of darkness. There is a kingdom that is eternal. There is a kingdom that is temporary. There is a kingdom whose head is Elohim. And there is one whose head is the devil. And we also know when we, you know, study the teaching of Jesus Christ that the kingdom of God is to opposite to the kingdom of darkness or kingdom of the world or kingdom of Satan. 
opposite and that is why you know it's very difficult for many of us to believe in jesus christ because when he taught he taught in the synagogue and to his disciples and also what the disciples we are teaching about the kingdom of god it seemed inconceivable it seemed too high a standard i mean how can i love my enemy i must be i should be praying for them to die and you know cast into hellfire and stuff like that how can i forgive someone time after time after time after time you know how can i you know that even looking at someone with desire is adultery how can i even you know having an offense in my heart you know for someone is 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 you know it's the same thing as committing murder in my heart the standard seems so high though we cannot do like harry and just run off to america and you know and leave our you know heritage behind but you know many people turn away because the kingdom standard is high so when jesus it was teaching about the kingdom of God. It was teaching about the standard of the kingdom. And so for me, I believe that, you know, it's one thing to for us to preach salvation, you know, ask people to repent and turn back to God. We have to also preach about the kingdom of God, about the standard of the kingdom of God, because that's what we are meant to do. We are meant to, you know, let people know about the kingdom of God. If Jesus Christ can pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So it is really important that we ourselves know about the kingdom and we also teach or preach that as well as minister of the gospel. So like I was saying, I believe that the physical kingdom of God is not on earth, is in heaven again you know i was explaining that jesus christ himself spoke about you know my kingdom is not here is in heaven right and but we are as believers we are citizens of that kingdom so even though the physical kingdom is in heaven we are the are we are citizens we're just living here temporarily we are refugees <laughs> or maybe i don't know should they be asylum seeker or something so we are on earth temporarily and but we do have there is a spiritual realm over which the will of jehovah is done so even though the physical kingdom is in heaven but there is a spiritual realm where god who is our king has sovereignty as well so that is why Jesus Christ felt it important to pray, your, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And again, in Luke 17, verse 20 to 21, you know, it's quite interesting when, you know, the Pharisees were asking him about, you know, the kingdom of God, you know, when is this kingdom of God going to come? And Jesus Christ says, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here, this is the kingdom. See there, that is the kingdom. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. So that is also an evidence that the kingdom of God that we're talking about on heart is actually spiritual, is within us. It's not physical. 
until Jesus Christ returns, then we'll see that physical manifestation of his kingdoms according to that revelation that we read revelation 11 15 that says the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our lord and our savior so the kingdom we're talking about is within us and it's a new way of life and a new way of living and it's quite interesting as well that when we look at now the salvation experience that this kingdom being given this kingdom jesus christ spoke a lot about entering the kingdom you know and what you need to do but we're not going to go into that today we're going to maybe next week look at you know how do we get this kingdom because we need it you and i we need that kingdom of god within us because it is only by that kingdom of god that we'll be able to demonstrate power you know we'll be able to demonstrate power and many of us we need it we are not demonstrating power we're just a christian christian in name only so the outcome of this kingdom is a new way of life and living and power and this kingdom that we're talking about is bestowed as a gift so this kingdom of god is bestowed as a gift through the redemptive work of christ and empowerment of the holy spirit so it's not something that will go and you know we'll do naturalization and go and apply you know the only naturalization that we can do to get you know that citizen's passport to a kingdom of heaven is through jesus christ it's true faith in jesus christ so now as i was saying as well so we are part of the spiritual kingdom for those that have given their life because it's a gift through christ jesus for those that have a relationship with christ jesus you now have you know that kingdom within you you are part of the spiritual kingdom and you are citizens of the actual physical kingdom of heaven but currently you are living here on you know uh, on earth and we know that jesus christ came to show us the way to inherit this kingdom and live as the citizens of this kingdom here on earth you know if you were uh, naturalized british and you know um, before they give you the final certificate you have to go through a ceremony and in the ceremony i believe you recite the uh, the uh, the national anthem or something like that and and then you'll be given that your 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 passport so you know now you become the citizen of united kingdom so for us as well you know there's uh, there are some things that we have to do to get that right that citizenship right and um but those things jesus christ has taught us is i mean is 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 gospel is all about that so all believers are now the children of the kingdom first thessalonians 5 5 uh, and the ch- we become the children of light and uh, we are to show forth the kingdom culture in all spheres of life we are because we know who we are because we know we are you know we are we are royal priesthood you know we are member of the royal family now we have everything about us is meant to demonstrate you know our new identity so 
sometimes we talk about you know the kingdom of god as if it's a far place you know only at eternity but the kingdom of god the kingdom of jehovah god is right here and now jesus christ taught us that the kingdom of god is right here and now and because we are believers we are citizens of that kingdom the kingdom of god is of power of righteousness of peace of joy and of love so are we reflecting the kingdom that is a question am i reflecting the kingdom am i would people see me and say wow this adiola is a citizen of the kingdom of god that is why you know she's demonstrating so much power you know i'm sure you know if uh, prince william was to you know walk into my estate now everybody will know wow this is prince william you know how much more we are citizens of the king of kings do you have a relationship with christ jesus have you given your life to christ jesus that is your passport to being a citizen of the kingdom of God. However, that is not enough to reflect the kingdom of God. So join me next week as we continue to discover the kingdom of God. This is only for those who have given their life to Christ Jesus. If you've not given your life to Christ Jesus, is the only way to become a citizen of the kingdom and demonstrate the kingdom power so i'm inviting you today into that relationship it's very simple just repent of your sins and turn back to god almighty and ask jesus to come into your heart today knowing and believing that he is the son of god who came from heaven he left his kingdom in heaven to come on earth to show us the way to die for our sins so that you and I can be reconciled back to our Father. It's very easy to do. And find a Bible teaching church or fellowship near you so that you can start growing in the Lord. So join me next week as we're going to continue looking at the character of the kingdom, what we what we are expected to do as a kingdom citizen and some other nuggets that the holy spirit is going to reveal to us so have a lovely week ahead and see you on sunday bye